Hey listener, this is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou, reminding you that if you love our podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Classmates.com, or wherever you consume our show. We also want to remind you that if you have any questions, comments, or would like to unload on our latest podcast, please call us at 405-806-0476 or write us at listener at beerbloodbayou.com. Thanks. Beer Blood in the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. Good morning, everybody. This is Ralph, Beer, Blood, in the Bayou. I am looking at the beautiful Texas Hill Country out here in McKinney Falls in Austin, Texas. Um, so a little change in format. A couple weeks ago, we were put into podcast jail. Turns out that one of the authors of an article that I read verbatim contacted our podcast provider and demanded that we take it down, reached out to the author, um, you know, did everything I possibly could. At the end of the day, she still wanted us to take it down, so that's fine. Um, We make no secret about reading articles verbatim on this podcast. We don't do a lot of research. We really do as little effort as possible. However, we always try to give credit where credit is due. In this instance, I did cite the source. I guess that wasn't good enough. Um, That's fine. So we took took down the episode. Because of that, our, um, our last episode was published out of order, so we got no notifications via um apple Podcasts, so we're going to re-release it and so sorry if this is a repeat for some of you but most of our listeners were unable to download it in addition i got a couple things here week before last i was out at buffalo bayou brewing and um, i talked to ashley from rage yoga and so there's going to be an interview with her at the very beginning of this after that it's going to be uh maddie brower and myself so maddie's a dear old friend from back in the day and they're starting a new podcast so we'll talk about that and then the very last segment of this podcast it's going to be my interview with farmer peppy um, out at jester king so <laughs> it's it's really interesting i'm literally following him around the texas hill country at sunset with a ton of goats um, surrounding us and it's it's a interesting he lives a very interesting life, to say the least. So he's doing a lot to help with sustainability of our uh, Texas Hill Country. So it's very interesting. I hope you guys enjoy it. So hodgepodge of a podcast today. We'll I'll see you on the other side. Thanks. Oh, shit. So how shit. you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing good. So this is this is Ashley with uh, Rage Yoga. I don't know how to say your last name. How, how do you uh, say Dusich. it? Dusich. Dusich. Yeah. That's good. I like that. That's yeah, it's uh, Croatian. It's very, is it really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So like, like for like second generation, first generation. No shit. Yeah, shit. Tell me about that real quick. Um, my father immigrated here. Okay. Uh, no shoes on his feet. Started yeah. mowing lawns when he was six years old. No way. Yeah. That totally. Is, that's fucking awesome. Wow. So like, tell me about the food though. Like, you guys do a lot of. Like, do you have the family here? Like, yeah, food. Yeah. Oh, yeah, all the food. Yeah, we, yeah 
dinner every Sunday after yeah. church. What is the, uh, yeah. what's the uh, forgive my ignorance, what is the, what's the language? Uh, Croatian. <laughs> no, Havaski. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> so, what, 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 wait, wait, what is it really? Havaski. Havaski, okay. Can you speak it? Yeah, Bog. What the fuck? Bog. Give, give me some good shit. Bog. I don't know what that means. Hello. Oh, hi, hi. <laughs> okay, give me some dirty shit. I want to hear some. Uh, I, know, I know you can do it. Kuli kurats. Oh my god, that sounds so sexy. What does that mean? Uh, your mother's a goat fucker. Oh, god, that, all that in two words. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. English uses way too many words. I think so. so. Many unnecessary and, no, no, words. I, and I like that. And like that is like. Um, that is really impressive. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know. Have you ever... I, sorry, we have some other people here. Have, has anyone in this room ever met anybody who spoke Croatian? Because I never have. Yeah. Everybody's <laughs> shaking their heads. Yeah. Very, very... That's crazy. Well, good for yeah, you, man. Thanks. What's, the, what's, like the be, what's like the premier Croatian food? It depends on where you live, but we're probably most famous for Pekka. Pekka. What is yeah, that? Yeah. So you roast an entire goat. Yeah. You just stick a spear in it from butt head to butt. I'm listening. And you just roast it over a really like low... A, like some, f- some yeah, coals? Yeah. Coals for a long time. Dude, Arash could probably yeah. get on that. Oh, yeah. Okay, have you Arash. Sorry. We got Arash. Space City Cowboy right here. Have you ever done a goat over a, over a fire? Yes or no? Yes. You have? Really? Yeah. Okay. So Oh, yeah. It baby goats baby are the goat. best. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. That's so Ca- sad. Ooh, Cabrito's delicious. That's yeah. so sad. Poor yeah. baby goat. Mm. All food's delicious, though. I know. It is. Yeah. So we were talking about pandemic. Like, you know, you were talking earlier, right, about um, good things that come out of it, right? Like, there's been a lot of things via social media um, that people have been collaborating on. And another thing that I've noticed is, like, a lot of people, they've been picking up, like, hobbies, right? Or, yeah. Or, like, other interests and stuff. Yeah, totally. Me, personally, like, I never really knew how to do a fucking brisket. And now I know how to cook a huge chunk of meat for like 12 hours. And it's. Are you inviting um, me over for brisket? Yeah, you, I can't. I, yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. I, you can come over, dude. Fuck yeah. I want Fuck some brisket. Yeah, yeah, so I've been doing like a lot of brisket lately. And this guy, again, Arash over here. Yeah, he, um, he basically taught me a lot. And um, I'm pretty happy for it. He knows like all the, all the big barbecue guys here in town. So it's, yeah. it's good stuff, man. So anyhow, enough about me. More about you. <laughs> So tonight um, we went, I, I didn't do the yoga. I didn't do the rage yoga. I know. I wish you would have. Yeah. I just, I, I can't, um, I'm very awkward, right? And that, that's why you do rage yoga. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm, I'm extremely awkward. I got a little bit of a weight problem. I don't know if you've seen that. And so if I'm out there and like, and I'm, I'm noticing the different positions and that sort of thing. And um, I just, I feel like. I feel insecure, you know? I feel a little insecure, you know? Like, a little bit. Like, um, But you... Do you think you were the biggest person there tonight? I don't know. And that's... I don't know. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... You don't want to get into that. Well, I don't know. But, but you're right. But, 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 I, but I, listen, but I know I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. Um, but listen, so the bottom line was is that it was fucking awesome. I mean, it was an well, awesome... Ex- no, it was... I've never seen anything like it, right? So, so tell... Can you just tell me a little bit about, like, I mean, the difference between normal yoga and rage yoga and again like Fuck yeah me like i don't know even know a lot about yoga right i don't know anybody who i guess i do know people who do yoga but i never sit down and be like hey let's talk about yoga like i no. just don't do that right oh no only yoga people say like hey let's sit down and talk about yoga okay <laughs> yeah no no that, and dude that makes yeah that makes perfect sense yeah but yeah so tell me tell, tell me the diff- tell me like key differences and uh, kind of what 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 you know 
what y- yogis, right? That's yeah, what, yeah, yogis. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're called, okay. essentially. Yeah. Oh, you're uh, a yogi. Yeah, I'm a yogi. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I've been practicing for 13 years, um, and I've been a certified instructor for a, 10 years. No, so I guess I've been practicing for 14, and I've been certified for 11 at okay. this point. Yeah. Um, but I found rage yoga when I was like in a really low point in my life. Yeah. And it spoke to me because it was completely unlike every other yoga that I had been doing. Most yoga, you know, the most yoga and what I've been teaching up until then was in a very calm, serene um, environment, you know, incense playing, soft music, yeah, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. A lot of chanting and oming. And rage yoga was like, fuck all that shit. It's the anti yoga. Yeah. So yeah. It was like, not the anti yoga, but yeah. like more like, like drop all the bullshit and yeah. let's just do what makes us feel good in our bodies. Yeah. No, and, I- and that's really like why I think it would be great for you because it's really like, it's so much about body positivity and what feels good for you. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like what I said at the beginning of class, the only two rules are to listen to your breath and listen to your body. Yeah. That's it. That's all that matters. And you're doing yoga uh-huh. because that's really what it comes down to. And yoga has gotten so warped into this idea that if you're not doing a handstand, then you're not a real yogi. Yeah. And that's total bullshit. If you're breathing and you're honoring your breath, you're doing yoga. Wow. That that's no, that's fucking, that's awesome. And I'd never, so nobody's ever explained that to me before. So I've, Literally, and every now and then you learn something like new every day. Really appreciate that um, that yeah. explanation. And um, so, l- let me ask you a question. So, you're 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 going out there. I see middle fingers, right? Yeah. I see. I see. We the, call it a double-fisted unicorn. Double that. Ooh, that is that is hot. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm totally into that. So, double-fisted unicorn. Yeah. I see middle fingers. I see like you basically say, let's. Let's just let that shit out, right? Yeah. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, let yeah. that shit go. Let yeah. all the bullshit in your life go. So whether it was your, you know, like uh, one of Lindsay's favorite is, you know, I told you to close the refrigerator door. Yeah. Like, you know, who, wait, 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 you know who doesn't have kids and like has uh, left their refrigerator door <laughs> open, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's literally just like whatever it is you need to let go of. You know, you know for me, like I said, I am. Um, I'd made a really big move in my life and it failed and I moved back and I was feeling like a failure in my life. And so that's why rage yoga spoke to me. Yeah. 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 That's cool, man. Definitely. Yeah. And so I, you know, so we're, we're over here. Natalie's over here taking pictures and we're sitting there on the side. Hey Natalie, you look really sexy taking pictures. (laughs) (laughs) She's so nice. And so we're over here, we're watching, we're watching this and we're both looking at, and so both of us said, "Hey, look, we're not gonna, um, we're not gonna participate. We know we don't feel comfortable, and we're both talking to each other. And after watching you, we're like, we can fucking get into this, dude. I mean, we can <laughs> easily get into this. And the, tell me about the music you're playing. So give me, give me your playlist." I, I heard some Tool, right? I mean, yeah, there's Tool. There's Tool at the tool? very beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard some so Tool. So I, uh, I play pretty much only heavy metal. Yeah. Um, but, but, but it's it's more like... But it's like... It's, it's slow heavy metal, so which we call that's it, a thing. Yeah, it's stoner metal and, stoner acid, metal. and okay. acid metal. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally. good. They're dude. like... People don't realize, like, there's, you know, just like... I mean, as many different branches of yoga as there is, there's yeah. just as many branches of heavy metal. Okay. Yeah. And the vibe was just like... It just felt felt fucking good yeah that's and, my and, goal yeah and it was it was more like so here's what i thought so i thought i was going to show up and i was just going to hear like fucking yelling and screaming i don't know why i thought that like i didn't know what to expect right that's I, okay i hear rage i hear yoga so i'm thinking like when i rage i break shit i yell as loud as i possibly can yeah and i just go fucking nuts right <laughs> and um 
but it was it was it was a it was like a it was a calm rage. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. That, is, do you think that's a good? Yeah, that, our motto is uh, get zen as fuck. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's good, dude. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking straight. So, <laughs> so let me ask you a question. So, so I know you do these classes, right? So, what 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 do you? Is this your full time that like you do? No, yoga all the time. Okay. No, I'm a personal trainer full time. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's how I break, make my bread and butter yeah i mean listen i knew that i just wanted the people to know that so <laughs> by the okay. way she's got a fucking killer instagram um <laughs> meme game i mean jesus christ <laughs> I, dude, she, dude, she, she does her memes and like i'm i just a lot of oh my gods a lot of holy fucking shit <laughs> it's really really good thank you and it's um, and that's like your personal account. i don't know we don't need to talk about that but it is <laughs> it is it is it is fucking amazing dude it's you find and I, I love memes well so here's the thing is that i don't have friends who have those memes like yeah i have you though who are who you're my friend right you're my you're my new friend and you have those memes yeah and but it's just like i don't know if the sheep could handle it right if i if i <laughs> right? if, if i share some of your memes that's why it's just, my private page yeah and so they're just so yeah exactly so it's like i got family yeah. on there i got you know I got people from work and shit. I just don't give a shit. Yeah, no, it's good. (laughs) And you shouldn't, you know, and that's, and that's, um, you know, just, you should never, never hide who you are, even though that's what I do all the time. And maybe I should take my own advice, but enough of that. You you have me as your friend now, so let's do it together. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. So, (laughs) well, that's good. So personal training. I mean, so, um, what side of town are you on? Are you, uh, the Heights. Oh, the Heights. Okay. Primarily. Okay. Yeah. And that's good. So like, I mean, personal trainer, that kind of job, and as you can tell, I go, I go fucking personal trainer all the time. Um, no, I know nothing He's about the. Per- so fit, y'all. I, I know, yeah, and so I don't know anything about the personal Ladies, training. Ladies, get yeah. on this. Oh, don't worry, they do. They do. <laughs> they do. Um, no, not not at all. Um, but 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 seriously, so personal training. I mean, so you're working out with clients like every day, basically. Like yeah. That's, yeah. So. I mean, you're working out like multiple times a day. Yeah, and, and then I go do my own workouts. Okay. Yeah. God, so like. Basically working out all day. Yeah, all day. That sounds yeah. exhausting. I love it, though. Yeah. I love what I do. Um, yeah. I actually work with a lot of specialty people, like scoliosis, um, lower back injuries, lower back surgeries, mm-hmm. things like that, uh, yeah. hip replacement, shoulder replacement. Okay. So I'm doing a lot of corrective exercise. Okay. And so that's why I love what I do is because I'm helping someone who really needs help. They're not just like... No offense to you, meatheads out there. I love you, meatheads. I'm a meathead, but uh, you know, I want to help people who really need help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're not helping people like mix protein shakes. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> well, that's cool. No, that's good, man. That's that's fucking. And I, I would I would know. Like I would know. So so fat guys like me, right? So if we want to go work out, we want to get a personal trainer. What do you recommend? Like what do you recommend? What should we look for in a personal trainer? Um, someone who actually empowers you to feel good about your body okay. and actually teaches you how to work out. doesn't just tell you what to do. Yeah. Shows you what to do and gives you the tools to go out on your own and do it. That's okay. what any good personal trainer does. Yeah. I yeah. mean, for me, it's like, so I've been, um, like I've been in a gym, right? And like, I'm, I'm lifting, right? I'm like doing the yeah. machines and then people, they come over and they're like, you know, bro, you should really like lift this way. And I get like all self-conscious yeah because they sh- it's not their place to tell you what to do i know but th- but but i know they're coming from a good place right and they don't yeah. want me to like throw my back out which yeah done, you know and so like i feel like you know they're coming from a good place and i don't know man it's like it's like this whole maybe just male stigma right it's yeah like, it's like 
I don't want to look stupid doing yoga. I don't want to fucking look stupid working out. You know what I mean? I think that's human stigma. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's male or female. Yeah, I, mean, I think that's a good point, yeah. we all are afraid of looking stupid, and yeah. I am. Um, I guess I'm stupid enough to not have that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Dude. That's you know, good. I'm, I'm stupid enough to be like, fuck it. If I look stupid, I look stupid. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's a that's a really good attitude to have. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, I mean, that's it, man. So any, anything else? Anything else you want to share with the world? Um, um, yeah. I guess I just want... I, let's talk a little bit about Rage Yoga a little bit more just because I, I want to just oh, get sure. the word out there. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, no. Um, so Rage Yoga is a practice, like I said, uh, where we you know, just let go and everything and become yeah. Zen as fuck. But it's really a practice where if you've never done yoga before and you've always wanted to try yoga, yeah. it's the best place to start because everybody is being just as silly and yeah. Yeah. you don't have to worry about doing anything correctly. There is no doing anything correctly. It's just doing what feels right for you and your body. So if you've ever wanted to try yoga before, yeah. like come try rage yoga. It's okay. the best thing. Absolutely. So yeah. What, so you want to talk about when, when you guys, when you have, Oh yeah, 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 totally. Duh, that's that would be good information, (laughs) right? Right, that's great information. (laughs) So (laughs) yeah, prompting you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, so we hold classes every first Thursday at Buffalo Bayou, and you can find me on my Instagram and my Facebook. So if you just Facebook Ashley Duzich Wellness, you can find me, and same thing via um, Instagram, Ashley Duzich Wellness, A S H L E Y D U Z I C H Wellness. That is. Awesome. Yeah. I like that spelling. <laughs> I really do. I know, right? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, every first Thursday, 7 p.m., I limit it to 20 people. It's outdoors. It's six feet apart, and mm. it's a really fucking great time. It was great. I mean, like, everybody was really enjoying themselves, and it was a full full house. I mean, as full as it can possibly be. Exactly. We, in, in we usually situation. sell out. Yeah. 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 We, we sell out every class. It's fucking great, you know, and um, I'm like I, like I was telling you earlier when we were talking, makes my heart happy that you're doing something like this. It's it's very unique. That it's makes very, my heart happy. No, no, it's very no. different, and um, it puts a unique spin on our city. And um, we all need some rage yoga right now. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Yeah, absolutely. So totes. All right, man. Um, oh, one other thing I want to talk about real quick. Totes. Ta- so you went viral, like you went like international. Like <laughs> yeah, I remember, Jakarta. It was I, so weird. Indonesia, man. I, like, I, remember, I remember sending you like links, to, yeah, like, stories and finding like a New Zealand. Yes, exactly. I'm like, holy shit! Like you are fucking international. And so <laughs> how, how does that feel? Like, tell me how that because I surreal. So I have had like 1,000 likes or something, right? Yeah. That's about it, right? Yeah. I've never had like news stories written about me in other fucking countries. <laughs> so how, how does how, how does that feel? Um, surreal and humbling. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So are you? Will you? Um, franchising no no i mean so I mean, and maybe that's that's a, probably a, the wrong word right? i know um so we I mean, yeah. we, we were per, before covid we were planning on hosting a teacher training yeah, there we go that's what it yeah, is yeah we do teacher trainings uh, we did yeah. one last we did one last year um and we were going to do one this year obviously covid happened and it didn't happen but um once no we're very much about like come pay for the certification and then you get to go make rage yoga your own yeah and that's what it's about that's what real yoga is about it, yoga isn't about making as much money as possible yoga is about spreading the word that's and getting cool, it man. to as many people as possible good for you dude yeah that's that also makes me happy 
Thanks. Cool. All right, cheers. Fuck dude. yeah, cheers. I, this I, is I, great. I, I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you, man. Yeah, thank you. You take care. <laughs> All right, so that was Ashley Dusich from Rage Yoga. So she's up there doing Rage Yoga the first Thursday of every month at Buffalo Bayou Brewing. Um, speaking of Buff Brew, uh, right after that interview, Arash, uh, who's Space City Cowboy on Instagram, head of the food program up at Buffalo Bayou Brewing, brought out this amazing spread, like 20 dishes, and we completely gorged ourselves. It was absolutely delicious. So thank you so much, Arash. Um, also, to uh, special thanks to Nat- Natalie Keaton from Wondery Photography. She took a bunch of pictures. I'm going to be putting that on I Fear No Beer. And uh, so next we have uh, the, the conversation that we released last week, which is with uh, Brower and my buddy, my old buddy, Maddie. And they're going to be talking a little bit about their new podcast, Texas Serial Killer. So if you've already heard it, I'm sorry if you haven't. Here it comes. And then uh, after that, we're going to be talking to Farmer Peppy out of Jester King. So here we are. Hey, everybody. How you gentlemen doing? Very I good. am very doing good. very well. All right. So do we want to talk about where we're at real quick? Yes. Where are, go, go ahead. Oh, Brower's here. Say hi, Brower. Hey, everybody. Brower coming at you. And then who else do we have here? We have Maddie. We have Maddie from. Uh, Maddie, tell us where you're from. I'm from the Woodlands, Texas, buddy. Oh, <laughs> oh you're originally from Tomball. Yeah. Your address, uh, yeah. but you're uh, mean bragger. No. Let's talk about your social media status. Where are you at? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I'm joking. So, how you guys doing? Oh, I'm doing very well. It's a Friday morning. Yes. Uh, look at this. We're, uh, typical work day. We're over here working hard. I'm working very hard. This is my Friday off. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling but good. It's not really like work because we're with friends. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I've been with friends yeah. for quite a while. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's the most amazing and sweet thing I've ever heard. Did you know Ralphie was in a band with me? Yes, I did. Well, thank, actually, that's, thank exact, you very much. that's exactly thank you. why I wanted to get to. Right <laughs> okay, now. here we go. So, uh, so, so Maddie over here, uh, Maddie and I were in a band. Can we say the band? Yeah, we can say it, right? Of course. Silver Leaf. It was like a, it was like a Matchbox 20. Yeah, that's good. Sort of. Is that, is that, is that fair? Down. Is it, is pop it fair? Rock. Is it, uh, look, okay. I, modern pop rock. Can, modern. I, tell you, can yeah. I tell you, I'd like to be a little bit of a moderator here. Yeah. And say, I don't know if I'd characterize it as Matt and I were in a band together. And mm. that was very nice of you to do that. Oh, yeah. But I would say more like there was this band that Matt and a bunch of other people were in. And for a brief time. <laughs> a short, yeah, a short six <laughs> months. Yeah, six months. Though. Yeah, about six months. It was still important time. I, it was. It, not only was it an important time, it was a very uh, active time. That's for right. Mm-hmm. It was and pretty impressive. It was. You know, and so what was crazy. It was. No, I, it was great. I had, I had a great time. We opened for Shinedown. Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember that. And there was like that. Thousands of people. People think I talk shit about that. Like, I'm yeah, sure you did. I mean, like, no, we, we didn't have we didn't have the Facebooks back. Exactly, then. I know. So I didn't exist. Could so, you imagine where Silverleaf would be today with the social media activity that we have? Now? I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be on a tour bus, like surrounded by some hookers and blow. <laughs> so we're out there, and then so we come on, and like I'm fucking I'm losing my mind because there's like a few thousand people oh, out sold there. Out. Yeah, it was fucking great. Where, where was it at? Numbers. The Meridian. The Meridian, that's Numbers. right, yeah. Numbers. I remember walking outside and seeing yeah. the line go around the building. That was yeah, good that was day. fucking crazy. And then, um, so I was changing because I had just gotten off work. I'm taking off my fucking collared shirt and um, I'm completely nude and the basis for Shinedown walks <laughs> He's like, whoa, wait, sorry wait, about wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. When I'm, I'm you change, entertainment. When you change clothes, you go completely in a public place. Well, I had to change. So it's a long story. Well, I mean, well, he also pulls his pants all the way to his feet when he pees. No. <laughs> I mean, when, I, you, when you do pants first, shirt next. No, listen. Shirt so, first, pants next. I can't shirt. even get a word in. 
I had worked out that day. My shit was all you're smelly. All, you were yeah. all swollen. So up. I wanted to change drawers. Fresh pair. I wanted to change my fucking underwear because I've been working out. And <laughs> this, this fucking guy walks in. He sees my fucking little dick. And, uh, whoa, and whoa. so, well, so the first thing I, the Man, first thing, the first thing I, there. the first thing I say is I'm with the band. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, Oh, I'm sure you are. Yeah. But no, he was super cool about it. He's like, Hey man, just let me know when you're done. And I don't know. <laughs> were you so. in his dressing room? Or were you in the bathroom? No, we didn't have a dressing room. Yeah, I was just in the back. So we were in their dressing room. Yeah, we were in the green room. Yeah. No, Cause when you're like the opening band, you don't get dick. Exactly. No, no, of course. Yeah. Not. Uh, so, just for clarification, because I'm truly, I'm really trying to get the image. Uh, you go full nude when you change clothes, or you, you don't do like a piece at a time. Like, hey, shirt, shirt. Okay, here um, we go. No, Pants. I just, I so I like I said, like I was all because I mean, if you told me that you were standing there in your work shirt and your dong was flapping, I would think, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, like, I oh don't, my God. I don't. We can go on and on. I mean, I'm just like I, I was trying to hurry, right? I wanted to gotcha. get my workout in. I put my dress clothes back on. I come. I'm like, fuck. Well, I mean, I came to the venue. <laughs> Sorry, I came to the venue. Man. And um, yeah, that's how it went. So, uh, but hey, it's uh, it's good. Oh, and so we go out, right? We do our show, and remember, remember, we like practiced like every song like ninety times, and we timed it and just to mm-hmm. make sure because we I think we had exactly thirty minutes, right? And we came out and like we would start one song as soon as the other one would would end, and um, and I remember it happening like so fast, and then we were done. And then just the crowd I was like, fuck, this is kind of what it feels like. It yeah, was like, dope. it was fucking insane. It was a good day. And then we go backstage and so we're hanging out in the green room. We're having a really good time. And then some fucking pencil dick comes up and he says, I'm sorry, but this green room is for shine down. You guys need to get out. Oh, well. And then like our friend, I don't know if I should say his name, but yeah, he's good. over there. He's over there making out with some yeah. fucking random chick yeah. and all that. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, was, it was good. It was a good, it was a good, it was a good night. So. Who should I say it? I don't know. Can no, I? no, no. We, we uh, remember the the road. Oh, that's right. Yeah, go to the road, bro. Yeah, go to the, the road. Go to the road. And uh, yeah, it was cool. It was a it was a cool experience. I really appreciate it. What I don't appreciate though is getting thrown out of the band a couple months later. I you know I have a theory on that. Why he actually where you were? Uh, no, he was kind of in towards the end. It was like kind of we were going through a bad spell, and then uh, um. Some people, you know, things, you know, they want to go in different directions and whatnot. And then he's not even looking at me. No, but then, uh, <laughs> no, but then, then, then there was like a family issue that I really don't want to get into with somebody. And then it was kind of like, that was kind of, I'm, I'm totally it, kidding. So. I, it was a great experience. Totally however, fun. yeah. However, what, what's however. up? Where you're starting something new. You need, you need to use magic fingers. Like I said, my day job, yeah. I, I work for like this group that owns bars and restaurants. Right? right. So like we own this place called Woodson's local tap and kitchen. Great place. It's good place to have local yep. beers, Absolutely. whatever, good stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We own a couple dive bars. 1873, mm-hmm. which is my favorite, yep. and then Max Sports Bar. Mm-hmm. We're in the process of doing something bigger and better. Okay, it's going to be called. I can't bring it out just yet. Oh but wow! It will be able to have nice live music and a bigger atmosphere. Interesting. Ooh. So in, it's up up here in spring. Yes. Interesting. And uh, that, this is the woodlands. We've got. We've is this got, we're in the woodlands? Okay, I don't so know. We're going to have You're the sound the guy, the, the original owner and sound guy of uh, Sidecar Pub, is going to set up the stage. He's still around. Oh yeah, he's kicking butt. Wow. He does big production shows. Okay. Like, you know, with Kojo and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, he's going to set up our stage to make it like Sidecar sound. That's pretty cool, man. And uh, yeah, I've lived out here for almost eight years, and no one's ever seen me play. 
really on the side of town. And you feel bad. You don't. You don't feel right. So I'm bringing the band back for one. one really, more. one Shindig. more. And yeah. uh, this is my official invitation. What? Oh, no way. You just, you would no. you like to be a part of this? I still, I still have the keyboard. I still, we're even, we're even going to throw another person into this mix. Who's that? We're going to bring Steve Gibbs from the original 24, 24 Count. Because I always wanted to see what it sounded like wow. with Steve Gibbs in that band. And he's going to be a part of this, too. Wow. So, Ralphie, would you dust out oh. the old keyboard and get in on some of that? That Nord lead has been in that case in the, the garage for seven years. It is ready to fucking get out. Can I, so is that a handshake and a yes? Yeah, I'll do it, man. Okay. Oh, my God. That's exciting. I know. Just one more throw out. You know, dude, I fucking, out just I, for fun. Why and, not, uh, dude? That you know, sounds We have great. a lot of friends that want to see it, and we have a lot of new people out here that wow. want to see it. So One night only. You can bring all your beer buddies. That's right. All my beer buddies. So get I thought, some craft beer. I thought y'all kicked him out because at the Shinedown concert... Because of the, the nudeness? No, no, because he was humping his keyboard the entire time. I was. I, I did do a lot of humping, yeah. It was really, everyone was like, oh, my, what is he doing? And we're like, uh, we wanted to cheer. almost as cool as me running yeah. out there and tripping and almost falling. Yeah, uh, so yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, but I, that, that's, uh, that was one of the funny things. But anyway, that's, I guess that's not what it was. Hey, can I ask you my a quick, can I, uh, Paul, Lord of the Band, right? Mm-hmm. Does he, Lob, Lob yeah. So he's the, lead, he's the lead singer of Silverleaf. Does he still work at the same place I work? Yeah, he does. Yeah, like I haven't yeah. seen him in years. Every now and then no, I run he's into still him. there. Okay, cool. Yeah, somewhere in the, that complex. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Yeah, he got remarried to a lovely lady. She's really awesome. She's a little lawyer, so she keeps really? it real. Oh wow, sweetheart keeps keep him in line, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, lets him play whenever. I mean, he, he's been doing a couple like oh, live yeah. shows online and stuff during the COVID thing. It was yeah. really good and. He's got the pipes going and all that good stuff. Bruce, he's, however, we're gonna. That's why we're gonna have to wait a little bit. Oh, Bruce, Bruce. Uh, threw the old back out. Really? So he's on. He's on. A, I can't play drums for a while. God, everybody's throwing back. Dude, by the way, I don't. I don't know about Z-Tray you guys. Is doing good out in Huntsville. Wait, can I still, actually, still strumming? Because they got that whole Pearl Jam tribute man. That oh, do. that's right. I forgot. What's it called again? Uh, Lemon Yellow Sun. That's right. Lemon Yellow Sun. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. I remember, um, yeah, Zach is uh, the guitarist. He is fucking amazing, dude. Oh, I mean, dirty just, leg himself. Yeah, dirty leg. That's right. God, <laughs> he hates Man. it every time I say that. But that's wow, all right. no, it's good. It's, yeah, himself. that's. So speaking of the back thing, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just noticing. I'm about to turn fucking forty this year. Oh, you got a couple yeah. weeks. Yeah, I know. I yeah, got exactly. two years on you, bud. Yeah, I know. But but listen. So I just there's all these fucking guys out there, and everybody's throwing their backs out, like I've left been, and right and right and left. That's me not gonna. I've been lucky. Not me either. I'm yeah. fat as fuck, and I should have back problems. Yeah, but I just I can't help but notice it's like everyone I check in with, everybody I talk to, everybody is throwing their back out lately, and I don't even know what that. I mean, I kind of know what it means. But these guys, they can't fucking. They have to like lay on the ground. They have to be completely extended. Oh, it sucks, I bet. Yeah, it's like they can't get up and shit. And um, oh god, no, that's not me. I, I did hurt my back one time to where every time I sneezed, I had to brace myself because I'm like, <laughs> feel like my legs were collapsed. I mean, my problem though that I've seen that I'm getting older. If I sneeze, a little pee comes out. <laughs> oh, I'm not that there yet. That didn't happen to you? No, I'm not there yet. I thought that's like a, I thought that's like women after they've had babies that happens too. So. But like I no, tried to hold it in. Like, yeah, <laughs> huh. this comes out. Yeah. No, no, whatever. No, no but uh, there, I, I am. Uh, I'm the. I'm at the point where if I got to piss, it's like get the fuck out of my way. Wow. I mean, like <laughs> it's coming. Anyway, yeah, especially in the morning because I drink so much coffee and you've been drinking that flonase. Yeah, or whatever. Frothy. It is. Flow. What, what, what is that? What's that called? It's like a, your stream <laughs> is, is, is is full and frothy. Like that's what they say on the ad, right? Yeah. 
No, no. Never me. Never me. Yeah. Well, that's good. Well, well cool. Uh, I'm excited to be here because I am a listener. By yeah. The way. Oh, really? Are you? I'm one of your listeners. You're a listener, really? Yeah. And hey, may I say, I think that that li- I got it from classmates. That, oh, okay. <laughs> that, that listenership uh, Sam, uh, is what birthed a project of you and our. You oh, yeah. Yours and mine. Yeah. yeah. Um, Why don't you guys talk about that? Texas serial killer. That's right. We, uh, uh, Maddie and I, are soon to be releasing a uh, podcast. Uh, we have. Four episodes currently in the hopper, waiting to go. We're, hopefully, we'll have time to record. Uh, we'll record a, a fifth one. So uh, we're looking to release in the end. I'm sorry, October. Yes, sometime in October, like second week of October. Uh, it's really funny, and it's uh, Maddie and I, and we talk about uh, people on death row currently serving in uh, TDCJ, Texas Department of Criminal Justice, and uh, we discuss a cereal and we breakfast cereal. And today, yes. lucky, oh, God. we're going to have Hershey's Kisses cereal. Oh, so this is why this is here. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so who, who brought this in? That was that's who, one, that's that? one of our producers. Oh, that's Lunder Thunder. Okay. That's one of our producers. Lily. Lily. Okay. And so Lily brought, brings in a fucking box of cereal, puts it on the middle. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? It's but apparently sure, it's... Because today on our fifth episode, uh, we're having a guest, guest that's spot. That's right. We got... Okay. <laughs> okay, so you guys already had four episodes in the can. Is that yes. right? Yeah, wow. I'm still mixing them and doing a, the oh, tweaks. Okay. Yeah, so today you will be guesting on our ne- on I, our episode. I'm excited. Yeah, so you'll be on episode number Ooh. five. This is what you guys call cross collaboration, right here. That's right. So, uh, yeah, <clears throat> as you know, that uh, something that I've been talking about for a very long time, uh, growing the uh, listenership of all of our podcasts and uh, trying to really. Um, influence the podcast scene yeah, in Houston, that's as, right. it, as it were. That's right. Uh, the stories of nakedness. That's right. Yeah, dressing and, room with Shinedown. Yeah, also, uh, you famous know, people seeing you nude. No big deal. We're gonna He's be, like, I'm going into this. Let me get in. Let's go. Yeah. Have you guys, uh, has any other famous people seen you guys nude? Naked 27-year-old No, but I did, uh, I did have the case of the Rhea when I was about to open up for, uh, <laughs> what was that band? The Cumbersome Band. What did they sing? Uh, oh, Seven Mary Three. Seven Mary you Three. opened for Seven Mary That's Three. They right. had a one toilet bathroom that we were using for Mardi Gras in Galveston, and I... <sighs> Had to go, bro. And I was in there for a good 20. And like, the bass player came in and goes, God damn, someone died in there. I was like, what up? Someone has become cumbersome in here. taken. And that's how I'm like, shit. You know, so I wait for a while and I get out. And I come out and the whole band's sitting there clapping. Oh, wow. Man, man. that's embarrassing. That's like being kissed yeah. by fame. Yeah. That that's kind of awesome. the, hey, the little you, hand. <laughs> who's the guy? Um, who's the guy? Puddle of Mud, right? Didn't you guys play that with That was the him? same show. That was the same show? And was so? How was that guy, the lead singer? Like, was he uh, complete dick bag? Was he really? And yeah. I know because he had like a really bad meth problem, and there's like all this, you know, there's all these stories about him and everything. I didn't know how that. This was probably pre meth, mm-hmm. but he was in his jackass stage. But they were really hype at the time, and then yeah, we were. They had a bar just for all the bands that were playing, and how they got signed was they had a CD that they gave. To, I think it was like Fred Durst or something back in the day. Yeah, and he signed them. Oh, really? Whatever. Or? So I was like, fuck, this is our chance, boys. Give me the CD. Yeah, Give yeah. me the goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I took a shot of Jaeger and walked my way over. I'm like, what's up, dude? It's like, we, uh, we're opening for you tonight. Yeah. Uh, we're called Silverleaf, and uh, I would like to give you this demo, bro. Yeah. He's like, hey, man, cool, man. This is really cool, man. It's all black and shit. They're really cool, man. I'll take a listen. I'm like, sweet. And I walk away. I'm all happy. And then I turn around, and this motherfucker looks at it one time, laughs, and throws it over his shoulder behind the bar. <laughs> so this pissed me and old Rios off. And uh, man, I was like, "Fuck it, we're coming out swinging." We came out, we came out with like I think the Darth Vader theme music that oh, night. Really? So, yeah, we were wow. really in that the zone of the darkness, man. Interesting. Just fucking rocking it and going. Yeah. And, uh, 
And we were also kind of at that time, we had like a little camcorder and we were videoing our future like little DVD release thing that we were doing. And I was like, Bruce, hold the camera. And uh, as we got done, Puddle of Mud was coming on stage and. Uh, more like puddle of crud well he got a puddle all right because uh his guitar case was sitting right there and they just took his guitar out and it was like this beautiful like red velvet in there and uh he got a little silver leaf uh pee pee oh you pissed in there but you pissed in his guitar. all up in there you fucking liar I swear that to god it's on camera awesome. that's rios what puddle that? of my fucking mud right there buddy nice Oh, yeah. So when they put that guitar back, he got a nice little stink Jesus. from Houston. So. Dude, that is an amazing story. That's on video. We hey, didn't, I did not make wow. the DVD, but we do have the footage. Wow. Hey, but this is your brother Rod here. He's going to tell you that wasn't a good idea. Everybody. <laughs> I wonder if um, I wonder what the statute limitations of... So you're telling this story now. Bro, it I'm must just, have been like 2005. Okay. Uh, we were fine. Oh, yeah. You're definitely fine. Ish. 15 years. I mean, yeah, I, know, I know that the statute limitation for... Uh, uh, Need for, in, on you. for indecency is fifteen years. I don't 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 ask me how I know that, but um, yeah, you're good, man. You're good. I think so. Yeah, but, but that was also the night we met the coolest band of all time, which was Cowboy Mouth. They oh, oh ultimate party, Mouth. ultimate them. party band, and they're the nicest them. group of guys. Same with Shine Down. Shine Down was the nicest group of people. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A puddle of mud could suck it. Fucking dicks. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Big like bags. that's that's reality, right? I mean, everybody in in real life. I mean, it's like. You never really want to meet your idol because you're never going to be. Never meet your you're idol. Never, and not like that's ever happened to me, you know? Like, I always wanted to meet Trent Reznor. No, man. I yeah. can see that little collab. That, yeah. would be, that would be a good collaboration. No, man. But, teach you know. about beer. Teach you about the synth. Mm-hmm. So, I'll say this, Matty. You've had so many brushes with, like. Fame. Yeah, fame in the cusp of, like. Real fame. Of, 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 of like, international and national success. Inter- international. international. Right now? Okay. He was, no, in, he was yeah. in Germany, dude. No, no. What I'm saying no. is. He was is big in Germany. You, you've, uh, you, you, you were all, you're always on that edge, and you've always stayed close to that edge, in a way. Blowing you. Uh, and, and I'll say that you have that. You have a very, like, I should be famous look. You know, I think. Oh my god! I'm getting, number he's one, blowjob. Number one, yeah. well, number one. You're, you're making uh, me hard, bro. Number one, you're in your early 40s and you have all your hair. Oh yeah. So I mean, like th- that right there. You, you and you're a step ahead of most. That's from being fat, bro. Most dudes. Well, hey, <laughs> I, got, I got gigantic bald spots, uh, and your beard is amazing, and you have piercing blue eyes. God, this is so. They're actually green, bro. Yeah. So See? this is. It's really, really uncomfortable. I mean, it should be, no, I'm saying he does have a <laughs> cue, look. Cue oh, the club music. Yeah, I know. Right. This is he great, does have man. a look that would lend itself to fame. I mean, you know, yeah. I do what I do. I'm kind of. Would you agree deal. or disagree? I would agree. For, for yeah, to just kind of put this. Hey, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, What's up? you guys are not in a position where you feel comfortable that you can say these things and not have anything mm, attached to them. So, okay, I feel well, okay. Ralphie is a striking young lad. Thank over you. There you go. See, look, he's well. I tell you what, brown beady eyes. I tell you what, a buddy, buddy of mine from Shine Down told me about this hog. <laughs> I remember in Houston this one time as I walked in the bathroom. I wonder if he ever tells that story. There was a young business lad <laughs> listening from a workout pump. Yeah. At first, I, wonder, yeah, I wonder if he I ever tells was, that story. I thought it was Mr. Cruz. Where, Tom, are, the, where are those guys now, I wonder? They still rock. Are bro. they? I don't yeah, know. They, I, don't, uh, I don't listen to any of that. They just had like an album or something maybe about mm-hmm. a year ago. Yeah. They, were, they were up there for a little bit again. Interesting. But, you know, Interesting. Good for them. Cool. All right, so do you guys want to move on to the beer? Yeah, now this uncomfortable part's over. What are you talking about? I, th- I thought it was great. It was a good little, ch- a little good We're going to go make out in the corner and then come back and drink uh, okay. some beer. Yeah, All right, right let's wants- do this. Okay, here, let me get the beer. You guys recognize this can? Yes, I do. I do. Yes, I do. Yep. So, so Brower, you're holding the can. Do you want to talk about what you see? Okay. <clears throat> I see a uh, young lady mm-hmm. um, dressed in 
Almost like a military garb, but not really for a woman. She's wearing shorts. Military. A, was this is cowgirl. very. She has a gun on her uh, holster there. There we go. Looks like a cowgirl to me. Military. Can you say gun? What? I don't I know mean, if you could say gun. I don't know. Look, I mean, uh, she's riding a bomb. So yep. this is, okay. So to be fair, this is bombshell blonde. Let's go ahead and say that. Yep. Uh, this beer in particular is a beer I discovered myself, like yeah. at a grocery store looking for something to drink, and I said, "Oh, bombshell blonde." I think I've had this somewhere. Let me try it. I hadn't. I took it home and really liked it. Yeah. So Southern Star Rocks. I was uh, I was going through my fridge, and I was gonna. There's a couple other beers I was thinking about bringing. It's eight thirty in the morning. So I figured, good, good sorry, choice, good choice. Yeah, so I figured um, maybe maybe not the fifteen to seventeen percent ABV stouts. Maybe not great for the AM. Yeah. So what's the lightest thing I got? I always got this in my fridge. It's a super drinkable beer. Very light, very crisp. Uh, it's a Vienna Lager. It's a it's Patio a blonde ale. Yeah, it's fucking it's fucking great for all occasions. Sunshine beer. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. I mean, I've always this is kind of one of my. So this beer, Buckle Bunny, a few other ones. These are kind of like always my my staples. Ones that I always have in the fridge. One is just I call them gateway beers. There we go. Very good. Yeah, exactly. You could give this. You could give this beer to fucking anybody. I think. And if they don't like it, they shouldn't be your friend. I mean, it's pretty much that. That I think simple. 2017 Brower would have said this ain't too bad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 2020 Brower says this is great. Yeah, I mean this is good softer. Head, good flow. This good is way. softer on my palate, and I really smell the notes. Well, the cool mm. thing about this beer is uh, the company I work for, uh, the the restaurants Woodson's Local Tap and Kitchen. They uh, this has been a mainstay since day one. Oh, really? This is the blonde that we always push. Yeah. And what's funny is, like, usually, like when I first was first opened, like I was trying to teach these girls how to like wait the tables and how to upsell and how to introduce them into craft beer. Yeah. Because like a lot of these people that they came to these restaurants, they didn't, they've never had Houston craft beers and right. stuff. So right. if they were scared, I'd say, hey, you know, why don't you try this? We give them a little taster, and they would always, yeah. probably nine times out of ten, would buy it. And yeah. that's like yeah. I said, it stays. And another beer that y'all turned me on to is a mainstay now. And that'd be old uh, Beard of Fox Barrel that Aunt Rose. Aunt Rose is. I heard it on one of y'all's episodes. Oh, yeah. So we took the trip down there to Tomball. Brower right. loves Beard of Fox. That's and, right. Uh, hey, that is my. Uh, but now it's a mainstay. Yes. Like, we'll try beers out all the time. We rotate a lot, but if, if it gets a lot of action, we keep them on there. Yeah, Aunt Rose. The, the, Aunt Rose is definitely along the lines of a, blonde, a Blanchel bomb here, you know, which is like a gateway beer, as you say. That was my gateway into their products, and I really started liking so many of their other beers, and really can't wait for their seasonal stuff. Incidentally, they're they're releasing their uh, Foxtoberfest this weekend. So uh, as you hear this, maybe you won't hear this until next week, but. Um, it'll be the weekend of the 26th or whatever. But I use y'all's podcast, though, like to get on these meetings and be like, have you tried this yet? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Earwax <laughs> Factory. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. Well, hey, what do you know? I'm makes glad. me look, looks cool in front of the bar managers. I'm like, yeah. have you had this? Oh, yeah. We've been there. We've already. Good. The serial killers. Get if you that, need, yeah. Listen, if you need me to come out there and talk to these guys, you oh, let yeah. me know. I know. I, I talk only, about y'all time, bro. Listen, man. Only, beer only, connoisseur. I only charge a $100 consulting fee for, for me just coming up with your beer menu so don't if you need me to do that i can do that okay well uh we'll put that in the mix just keep just, that in mind okay so do you want to so brower's going to open it looks like brower's all over this he wants to do this usually it's me he, he does the, the same thing on ours he likes to open the box oh really yeah, okay. I, well you guys should check out my unboxing videos on youtube <laughs> i mean i'll just rip right into okay, those so bastards porn okay uh-huh. Good. All, All right. right. Okay. So, so real quick. So why why he's pouring? So ABV five point two five percent. IBUs twenty. Um, you typically want to serve it around forty degrees. 
Um, the hops, um, Sterling hops, malts, rar, uh, special pale, and uh, some Vienna. Um, so, yep. So that's basically okay. So let's go, let's look at the color real quick. What do well, you guys? I'll see? be honest. It's a little cloudier than I anticipated, but it's good. Yeah. It, it looks good. It's kind of kind of pee it, it is a little cloudy, so it's not it's not exactly see through. So the, yeah, if this was my pee, looks I'd like probably the go pee see of a homeless man yeah. Yeah. There we go. on a winter's day. Yeah, I'd, I'd go see a homeless man. I'd go see a doctor if I, this was my pee. Yep. So not completely translucent, but you know you got a little bit of cloudiness in there, which is normal for this uh, this this beer in particular. Let's do a little smell. What do you get? It smells kind of a sweet beer, but exactly, uh, but it's good. It's a, it's, some, a it's a lightish smell, certainly. Get some. I always with this beer, I always get some banana. I get some some citrusy notes. The banana, bro. I do get some. Uh, you do, get you dig it. In this I do get citrus. I do yeah, get a little bit of citrus. Yeah. Citrus. All right, you guys ready? Yeah, it's pineapple. Champagneish. Here we go. Right, cheers. Meep. Fancy little glasses. Mm. Okay, I'll be honest with you. It's definitely a beer that you can drink at nine thirty four a.m. Yep. I got I got a couple more in there if you guys just want to rip into. Her. You know I would, but mm. uh, I got a little. Uh, little it's so smooth, man. A little yeah, weekend getaway uh, uh, starting tonight. This oh, you do. Where are you going? This explosion on your tongue. Then, whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, we are getting on a flight. Well, where you, oh, are you getting <laughs> yeah, on a plane? Right. Yeah, that's right. And we're going to. The beach, Galveston Beach. So, <laughs> get on the flight. Yeah, we're gonna be flying our Honda Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> and is, is even Galveston open right now? Dude, the Who gives a fuck? So, You're gonna get there, Daddy. Why is there a big shark dead on the beach? Because yeah, of the COVID. surge. Yeah, yeah. COVID. Wow. Now we, uh, we, we look. I'm I, playing doctor with this syringe. I took my kids down there, uh, like uh, in May. And it was like the most magical experience of my life. It felt like I was, uh, this was like my first venture out in the world with my kids after that wasteful lockdown that we went through uh, in March and April. And it was amazing. So we are ta- we have family photos scheduled. So my wife's getting an entire weekend around. Oh, photos. man. I wish I could be there. I could see his blood pressure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, look, uh, we, don't worry. We, we found a very nice set of railroad tracks and uh, an old barn. to take. This is to very natural. That's right. I know. I, I, look, I look very... Look at the baby, look at the baby, look at the kids, look at the baby, look at the kids. <laughs> I don't, I, we don't do those, I don't do those photos. You Grabbing know, the wife by the cheek. You're not going to see me laying down little with chin my... chin action, look You're not going to see left. me with my fist underneath my, underneath my chin. Get the jean jacket. Fuck, yeah. no. Yeah. I'm going to stand in there in the clothes I've been standing in all day long, after I've been drinking all day long, and I'm going to uh, say, uh, cheese, motherfucker. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty hardcore. Man. That's very own. Yeah, no, that's that's right. That's a very that's a very very dirty dirty word. But uh, you know, we'll take it. So okay, well, so I'm glad you guys you guys like. You the are beer, kind huh? of photogenic. I am. Yes. I know I am. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'll be honest. This beer is actually really good. Yeah. And this is certainly a beer that I can cert- enjoy several of. Several of. Yeah. And you know what? Now more that, than a sixer. Uh oh yeah, I can definitely see myself putting down. You know, in one hour. This could be. Uh, no, I don't know about that, but this could be. I a, could. This could be a I could drink this all day sort of beer. Yeah, uh, patio pool, ready to rock. Whatever, whatever the Pick whatever, me. whatever your, situation. Yeah, may, getting um, your photos done at the beach on the yeah. railroad track. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I'm going to stand on a lifeguard stand and take a bunch of pictures like my my eyes, with my hand above my eyes. You know, <laughs> it's going to be so uh, good. You guys man. are so funny. I all know. right. So uh, what what's next? What's next? Are we doing? I guess we're doing a murder now, right? Yeah. Let's do a yeah. quick uh, little murder story. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I brought some heat for you guys today. I'm Ooh. listening. So, today's a cold case. Cold oh, case. no, right, no. Uh, yeah. All right, interesting. So, this is one that uh, came onto my radar, I don't know, I think it was a few years ago. 
um, somebody I was, I can't remember where I was, somewhere, somewhere downtown. And somebody asked me if I heard about these, um, basically these three realtors who were executed just broad daylight. Wait a minute. In the middle of the day. Do you, does this ring a bell? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was this during Harvey? No, no, no. This was in 1983. Oh. Everyone, so, no. I retract. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Hurricane Alicia. I was in <laughs> kindergarten maybe at that time, uh, playing with my belly button. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, right. I was uh, I was probably three years younger than you. You were yeah. way diapers. Right. Exactly. I was shitting myself. Um, but no. Um, so, this is a case that's kind of haunted Houston, and it's kind of been... Right below the surface, it doesn't get a lot of airplay. A lot of people don't talk about it, but every now and then, hear a little something about it, and it's a little, it's a little creepy. I mean, for for being one hundred percent honest. Um, so I got this story from it's from Channel Eleven, and I'm not going to pretend I wrote this because I did not. Um, Gracie White, I'm sorry, Grace White from Channel Eleven, um, did this uh, this news report. I'm just literally getting Back in the day. No, no, no. This is this was this is recent, a recent. This is recent. Yeah, February of 2020. Okay, so um, the the article is who killed three Houston realtors execution style 1983. Um, so it's one of the biggest unsolved mysteries in Houston, and now cold case investigators are looking at it from a different angle, hoping new forensic testing could help find the killer. So on August 19th, 1983, three realtors were shot inside. Uh, the Shoemate and Company Realtor's Office at 1607 Memorial Drive in West Houston. You guys know where this is at? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, Highway 6. Memorial you know? City Mall. Well, no, no. So, this is, like, Highway 6 and Memorial. There's actually a fucking Starbucks right there. Um, it's not... It's not <laughs> <laughs> on their graves? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> the blood of them. No, no, no. But, but no, it's the, the office isn't there anymore. So, you got to think um, Energy Corridor, Highway 6, Memorial. Gotcha. Um. So, yeah, so they were shot inside the office. Um, the victims were identified as Elizabeth uh, Shoemate, 54, Joanne Brown, 46, and Francis Ivy, 60. All right, so for these uh, women, it was more than just a headline. Um, Sarah Ivy Edwards and Helen Ivy uh, Maldano are Ivy's daughters. Um, they said that she wasn't really worried about real estate, um, who would hurt a realtor, um, but someone took advantage of their charm and killed them all. Um, it's an empty field now, but 37 years ago, so it's an empty field. It wasn't Starbucks, but there's a Starbucks like right across the street. Um, there was a house on the property. Inside was a, a boutique real estate firm. Um, the murders happened around closing time after most people in the office had left. Um, another worker returning to the office around 630 discovered the crime scene. Could you imagine like walking into a fucking place of business or a house? Happy. I'm about to buy my house. Yeah. No, but could you imagine though? Could you imagine walking into a fucking house and just Three fucking people shot in the back of the head. Could you fucking imagine that? What would you do? Just real quick. Let's just round table real quick. I'd say, uh, uh, Ashton, am I being punked? Yeah. <laughs> Ashton? Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, you know, Ashton Kutcher actually got in trouble for that. Did you know that? So yeah. he tried to do that on a punk show. Basically, he had a, some people who pretend to be dead, like shot in a hotel room. And they had like psychological trauma. Oh, that's wrong. And bro. they they fucking sued. I would. And that's why punk, that's why punked went off, went off TV. See, what would I do? Really before or after I rummaged through the purse looking for drugs and money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. Gosh, no, you're looking for ID. I mean, I don't really know, fun. man. Like, yeah, that's really fun. I don't know. I mean, I think you got things the same lines. Like, oh, is this a joke? What is what's going on here? Yeah. I mean, I would just, I'd probably piss myself and then run out of the house. But um, anyhow, so Brower, you had said this is right around Hurricane Alicia, right? Yeah. This was the day after Hurricane Alicia. Holy yeah, shnikes. I'm told yeah, yes. There was day. no power. 
That was a shitty day. time, bro. Yeah. Like, there was no air conditioning, no power. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, it says the streets were so full of glass, traffic was nuts. So Houston police said the women were all found shot in the back of the head, execution style. Shoemate was tied up. Brown and Ivy were close by, and some of their jewelry was stolen. What's weird is why were they even open the day after? I, that's a good question. The whole city was blown apart. All that's the windows really, downtown blown out. I don't know. Maybe they were going to go check on it or something. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. That's. Um, I'm pretty sure no one was looking for a house the next day. So it says the women had time to hide some pieces of jewelry beneath chair cushions and trash cans. So they fucking knew that they were getting held up, and it's like some shit was going on. So it wasn't just like an immediate like rounding them up, and so it sounded like you know there was. There was a predetermination. There was a robbery feeling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Broward's on his iPad. So um, shortly after the murders, two people came forward uh, saying they saw a man near the real estate office and a composite sketch was released. However, detectives uh, thought all along that there might have been at least two killers. So originally they thought one of them might have been a woman. Over the years, the case has has, uh, got national attention. In the 90s, the Oprah Winfrey show came down, and they did a little special on it. No shit. Yeah. And there's the old news report. I mean, you know, I may plug in the audio for the old news report. It's going to be plugged in right here. It was a shocking case of triple murder. All three of the victims, Elizabeth Shoemate, Fran Ivey, and Joanne Brown, were shot in the back of the head with a pistol. The unsolved case, though it is 10 years old, is now attracting national attention. They are all unsolved murders, and the detectives on the killer's trail are all obsessed with finding the person or persons who did it. It has been a frustrating case for Sergeant David Calhoun. He spent hours at the scene on that fateful day, gathering every bit of evidence available. The days that followed brought a composite picture of a possible suspect. We think that there was probably two bad guys. It's very, very possible that one of them might have been a female. The victim's family members have their own ideas about the case, and they remain confident that the determined detective will somehow break the case. It's still something that's at the top of his list. I guess it's kind of a personal case for him just because he has been involved since the beginning. But Sergeant Calhoun admits he suffered with a sense of failure. One day you feel guilt. You sit down and you read read the report. Uh, did I miss something? If I overlook something, uh, the clues will come in. You feel the high. Okay, I'm on a good trail now. If the trail dead ends, it comes to a brick wall. Now you're back down in the low. So it's a roller coaster. The hope of investigators and family is that the new publicity about the case will somehow lead to the person or persons who took three lives. Sam Sasse, the 11 News. Okay, yeah. All right, so there it was. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. I can't believe that. Yeah. But no, it's weird. What's weird, though, like, you know, is you can't find anybody or whatever, but there hasn't been, like, has there been other ones just like that? No, just, no, no. So no. it leads to me like it was some kind of money thing. Yeah, like, it's got like, we, a, like a random act of violence or something, right? And again, that's probably the only place that was really open that day, so they got targeted. Yeah, that's like, fucking crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah, know. I mean, who, 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 who performed? It makes sense, because I know, like, realtors now have, like, all these protocols. Like, yeah. they have to call let them know, like, hey, I'm showing this house at this location at this time. And if they don't call back, right. then their place calls them to be like, are you okay? Exactly, like, yeah. You know, probably for that kind of reason. Though. Yeah. But, you know, shit, realtors, you would think that's a safe job. Um, so Patty Piper remembers uh, making the trip to Oprah. Uh, she and Joan Brown's daughter, who now lives in Alabama, Quote, she was the best mom ever. Everything was always about my sister and I. She worked hard and she loved hard. So in the early 80s, life wasn't always easy. Piper said her mom was in a rocky marriage and was planning to leave. 
Uh, police poured through the women's lives looking for clues. They even looked at um, another business run out of the real estate office, an oil field equipment sales company called Shoemate International run by Elizabeth's husband. Man. So usually, you know, it's this type of thing, you know, homicides. It's usually somebody who's um, directly involved or directly related to the victims nine times out of ten. Um, Rodriguez said at first investigators looked at robbery as a motive but never could settle on it because they were always trying to find their suspects. Originally, he said the detectives searched a local pawn shop for items of jewelry that were stolen, but nothing ever turned up. But all these years later, Rodriguez is focusing on a different angle. Quote, what I decided to do is look at it from the testing aspect of it uh, to see what new technology is out there that we can access to test some of the evidence that we still have. That'd be crazy. 40 years later. Boom. I know. Yeah. Um, One piece of evidence uh, we found skimming through old newspaper articles was a nylon Venetian blind cord used to tie up shoemate. Um, KHOU 11 asked investigators if it could be tested for the killer's DNA. Quote, I think there's a possibility. It's just a matter of when technology is going to catch up with what you have. Right now, uh, he's researching that technology, but says um, that's not the only hurdle. Quote, finding funding for this new technology, this new testing because our lab doesn't have this cutting-edge new stuff. Somebody's got to have it, though. I know, man. Exactly. I mean, I would use it. I'd be like, fuck yeah, this is a good way to prove my shit, right? Exactly, yeah. Um, For Brown's daughter, she hopes one day the truth will come out about what happened to her mom. Um, If you have any information, please call Crime Stoppers, 713-222-TIPS. I'm telling you, in the next five years, this story's going to come up, and they're going to find the killer, or he's already been dead, or whatever. But yeah. Yeah, the way the technology is going nowadays, you can't get well, no shit. I mean, the thing is now, I mean, they got the DNA, so they can, you know, if they can find DNA, they can plug it into a genealogy website and they can whittle it down and, you know, maybe find some suspects. But, um, yeah, wow. man. Wow. Yeah. Man, that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> head up from iPad. That wow. Is intense, man. <laughs> what time is it? It is 9.53. No, not like literally what time it is. Like, Oh, oh it's, time, you part. it's time to get busy. <laughs> it's evening. <laughs> bro, this is exciting, bro. Like, I've always wanted to be on this podcast because I've listened to all because I am a listener. Wow. It's time to get busy. Oh, yeah. So I'm really anxious to <laughs> this see. Is where Brow- this is where Brower puts in the money right here. All right, I am, I mean, I'm saying, I am a little sad, though, that I don't have the Josh James in here. Yeah. James. We do miss James, yeah. but Maybe next point. time. Maybe he'll come up. and well, yeah, Always be a guest whenever you're ready, buddy. That's right. So, uh, we're all fathers in this room, right? Yeah. Um, we all have children going to school. My children currently are in, um, they're doing the uh, online school. Total nightmare. <laughs> so, so glad. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I do not win any parenting awards this week. My kids got into a fight while on a Zoom call. Well, How on, is that possible? Oh, well, with each other. They got into a fight with each other, <laughs> That's yeah. Awesome. And uh, they, sit, they, don't, they don't sit next to each other. They sit kind of with their you know, backs kind of cornered to each other. And uh, they got into a fight in front of their teacher on a Zoom call while my wife was upstairs putting our other child. So they have Zoom detention now, or what? I think that, well, I think we have to beat them in, on a Zoom call in front of all their friends. Yeah, That's so. a good idea. Well, apparently the Zoom stuff, I mean, the uh, online school is not just bad for uh, the students. It's also really bad for teachers. This headline really caught my eye, and I really had to, uh, I, I wanted to share it. KHOU 11 uh, reports a teacher saying, I go to sleep crying. Overwhelmed teachers need additional support while educating amid pandemic. Hmm. Wow. This isn't just about the online school. It's about the whole process of teaching during a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, Sci-Fair ISD Board of Trustees recently heard from veteran pre-K teacher Tracy Manley about the toll 
this unprecedented school year is taking. Everything's unprecedented now. I you know. know that? I know. As we're writing the book. You I know, know. Like, but just I'm just so sick of hearing that fucking word. I mean, I no it's, one, it's not that it's not even that it's overused. It's just more so that it fucking involves everything that we do. The pandemic. The, yeah, am, yeah, the amount too. of times people have said it's unprecedented is unprecedented. It is exactly. Uh, I go to sleep crying. Manly said during the meeting, "I do not sleep through the night." Not very manly, huh? Yeah, many others in multiple districts have shared their concerns as well. I will take a bullet for my students, Manly said, but I cannot protect them from COVID under these under these situations. Anybody right now is go- <clears throat> anybody right now is going through something. A licensed educational psychologist and author Terry Lindsay said. Lindsay said teachers may be especially burdened due to remote learning, returning to physical classrooms, or combination of both. Incidentally, at my uh, at my kids' school, after the first week of online school, they're in school. The actual kids that showed up. Like double the next day, so because uh, wow. parents are like, "Fuck this shit." Yeah, and I don't know, have time for it. Fuck it. Yeah, <clears throat> it's your job. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lindsay said, "Teachers may be especially burdened due to remote learning, uh, returning physical classrooms, uh, returning to physical classrooms, or a combination of both." And if they already had some anxiety, then that anxiety is just greater now. Manly said, "Some advice: If you find yourself dealing with anxiety, so tell me what you guys think." Pause, breathe, and meditate. Disengage from technology and social media for periods of time. Exercise and eat healthy. Find a mental health professional. With These are you none of the with. things I would do. These are just things that people should be doing bar. anyway. Can I, um, like, I just, you know, one thing that I've noticed since the technology age is really, since I've like had an iPhone and I'm a guy who I've, I basically have had low level depression my entire life. Yeah. I'll tell you that having a smartphone and just being able to take my mind off of shit and read stuff just constantly, it's really helped. Like, okay, my, you're my, the only person in America that would probably be saying this. And why? It, but why is that? I, I, a certain I, I, intellectual level. I understand, but I guess I guess what I don't know, what I don't understand, is that you know people that are saying like smartphones and it's like a form it of meditation. Ca- it causes, you. yeah, it causes depression. But I guess maybe if I was like comparing my life to like fucking Paris Hilton every day or something. Or if you're reading every negative bullshit that you see on Facebook on everything. Yeah. It's not just comparing yourself to, you know, to someone super famous, uh, you know, like Paris Hilton, your idol, but yes, it's more I'm about like, like about the water. what about the people that are just down the street from you that have a nicer barbecue pit than you? Yeah. Or um, give a shit. I don't know. Yeah. That, that just <laughs> well, doesn't phase Yeah. That doesn't phase me at all. Like I just, I immerse myself in fucking just reading all sorts of articles and educating myself. I mean, I think about like all the things that I've enriched myself with online, including diaper porn and all sorts of things like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Good you Lord. know, no, like, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, video games and masturbation. That's exactly. I mean, it's me just, over the hump. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know, man, I'm pretty, I'm pretty tied up and busy with like life yeah. uh, that, you know, even when I do sit it's like a sage. He's a wise man. Well, anytime I do sit down to like scroll through my phone, look at that beard. It's typically purposeful. But do you? What's the longest you've ever gone where you're just watching video after video of whatever they're suggesting? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to get into that. I've had some porn sessions. I've gone for like an hour and a half. I'm no, like, I mean, All right, I, now we're now we're now we're working, <laughs> I, dude. I've you gotta wa- get real creative nowadays. I've, I, I've watched like two hours of Doctor Phil clips in the middle of the night. You know? <laughs> yeah, we're watching the difference. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So, like, what happened this morning is like I woke up at three a.m. and like just some nights like I can only sleep like three or four hours. And then until like the family wakes up, 
I am fucking watching anything and everything under the fucking sun. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, I learned how to put a Corvette together this morning. This is great, you know? It's in there whittling. Or, or like, yeah. whatever, you know? Like, so. I went to bed kind of early last night, and I saw that you had text. Uh, yeah. And then I woke up at 1 o'clock this morning. Yeah. And I replied back, <laughs> no. Because <laughs> he asked me. It said, hey, yo, you up? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so, uh, but I woke up at, the, at that point and then watched probably about 10 minutes of <laughs> some God knows what kind of video. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's, uh, you know, funny, sometimes it's not. But anyway, uh, have you guys watched the social, ex- was, this, was it called the social experiment or social? Yeah, the uh, social. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's on, it's Netflix. on Netflix. I've watched yeah. it. No. I watched well, 30 minutes of it and I was like, okay, I get it. And then like the wife wanted to watch the rest of it. And I'm like, I fucking get it. Okay, I don't need to watch. Like, well, I understand the message. Like that dating pod thing. Yeah. Well, it's the it's the ad driven um, uh, need for uh, the way the social media attacks us. And yeah, they just tailor they tailor to your specific yeah. like micro your micro needs or whatever. Yeah, it's like uh, you know everyone always says hey, you could say, oh my god, I'm, I'm I need a new handbag, and the next thing you know, you get a bunch of ads for handbags. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, there's a reason for that. You yeah. know, your phone, and also it, it, it whatever you leave in one of your, um, if you go like to Amazon, you put a bunch of things in your cart, and you don't buy it. Guess what? You get in advertisements. Well, oh, I know. Yeah, you see it over and over. <laughs> that's and over my again. job. I know. Yeah, and that's like, hey, look at Facebook you, Facebook Pixel baby. Yeah, that's what that is. Well, uh, anyway, so that's uh, the people. I think uh, I'm just glad though it doesn't work with porn though. Yeah, can you imagine you're sitting there like doing a presentation like, okay, here on Facebook, (laughs) chicks with glistening pegging time or some shit. (laughs) Hey, okay, something bad. So so what else you got, Brower? Well, so uh, anyway, basically everyone should see mental health counselors. So that's uh, that's what that's that on the list. Uh, Hey, something that's pretty breaking just last night: one shot and two stabbed during a bar fight in the Heights. Your area, your neck of the woods. Yeah, what bar, yeah. Well, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. One person was shot and two others were stabbed overnight. Uh, I love when they, when, they, when they say it's overnight and it's Friday morning and they tell you it's Friday and you're like, it's, come on, we know it's Thursday. It's Thursday till 5 o'clock. Right, morning. right. So, but anyway, uh, the condition <laughs> of the stabbing victim, uh, stabbing victim currently is unknown, but the gunshot victim is stable, according to Houston police. Fight broke out between two groups of people at 1.30 a.m. at Main Street Tap and Grill. Main Street Tap and Grill. 4,000 block of North Main Street. Main Street? I don't even know what that is. The fight was was pushed outside the bar where the stabbing and shooting happened, police said. Our crew on the scene captured a man detained in the back of a police car, but it was unclear what was taken. So, yeah. There was a uh, that's down the road from you, buddy. I'm lo- I'm looking at I don't even know this place. A couple boys got in a tussle. That's right. Uh, speaking of a couple boys getting in a tussle, uh, I, this, this headline caught my attention, and I don't really like the tag on this because these guys that were robbed in a jogging on a bike path in Edo says, "Oh, we're wrong place." Wrong Edo. Place. I Edo. hate that fucking word. Edo. But go ahead. Edo. 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 Whatever. Houston. Uh, <clears throat> Houston. East downtown. Oh, yeah. Look at these. They got some good pictures, huh? Oh, sorry, we're looking at Main Street. Yeah, sorry. A Houston man uh, said he was ambushed and robbed along with his partner over the weekend in one of the city's bike trails. Shelby Joe and, uh, said the attack happened on Sunday around 1030 in the morning on a bike trail along Buffalo Bayou and Jensen Navigation Boulevard. First he, of all, why the fuck are you on a bicycle that damn day? On, no, man, that's a bad area, bro. He suffered minor injuries and now wants to see changes aimed at making the popular trails safer for others. Houston's bike paths and trails have become uh, yeah. go-to attraction during the pandemic because they built in the wards. Yeah, yeah. and like so many others, Joe brought a bike to bought a bike to spend more time outdoors. Asked for it. In eight weeks, we've covered two hundred miles because it's so easy with an electric bike. 
It's like uh, being in L.A. and saying, I'm going to go on a bike ride through Compton. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Cool. However, on Sunday, he said he was ambushed by a group of guys standing on a bike trail in Edu. Uh, right yeah. as I right as I got up to them, the oldest uh, the oldest young man threw a bicycle directly either <laughs> at me or in front of me, such that I crashed. He said. Joe said his partner stopped, but was was immediately attacked. He said in less than a minute, the suspect had taken their bikes and their belongings. Oh wow! What did I he was, have in his fanny pack? I yeah. was just shocked to think that this could happen in broad daylight on a well signed, well marked path. Joe said. He said he used his watch to call 911, but the dispatcher had trouble finding his location. Dick Tracy over here. That's right. He Why said didn't they the, take the watch? <laughs> that's right. He said this. Uh, he thinks that the city has neglected the safety of people on the trails. He's now advocating for location markers along the trails. So what happens when we try to defund them. More law like. enforcement bike patrols and improved mapping. If we're going to have hundreds of miles of off-street bike trails, there has to be a better way for emergency responders to locate people, Joe said. The Houston Police Department is investigating the robbery. Stationary Which, bike. by the way, guess what? He'll get nothing. Guess what kind of justice he'll get? Zero. Mm. Guess what kind of recourse that this man will see or any sort of punishment for these for this act of violence against him and his partner. Nothing. Whoa, whoa. Zero. Everybody calm down. Zero. The city does not give a flying fuck about you, sir. That's true. They I'm don't. I'm sorry. They do not. I'm sorry. You, I mean. They do not. You can Hater. have every fucking crime committed against you. As long as, they, as long as there's not a gun present, they could give a fuck. Exactly. They do not care. They don't oh, care. I would be making some shit up. I'd be like, he was raping this kid, and he had uh, a knife and a gun. Incidentally, like, whatever. There, there's a situation where someone did that. Someone got their laptop stolen by somebody, and then he knew the police wouldn't give a fuck. And they said, no, no, the guy had a gun. Police showed up, killed that guy, didn't have a gun, but guy got his laptop back. But anyway, I mean, problem was he ended up getting in trouble for that. The yeah. man dies from eating uh, bags Being naked of in the bathroom in a shinedown concert. <laughs> eating bags of black licorice. You guys read this story? What? Yeah. No. A Massachusetts construction worker's love of black licorice wound up costing him his life. Choked. Eating, Weird. Eat, no. Eating a bag and a half every day for a few weeks threw his nutrients out of whack and caused the 54-year-old man's heart to stop. Jesus. Doctors reported Wednesday, even a small amount of licorice you eat can increase your blood pressure a little bit, said Dr. Newell. I never knew this. <laughs> a buttola. News a cardiologist in Massachusetts. General about Hospital. two bottles of Jaeger? That's kind of licorice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Who, des- who described the case in New England Journal of Medicine? The problem is the uh, glycerazac acid. Mm, yes, to the old glycerazac. Yeah. Yep. That did uh, it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what I thought acid it was. found yeah. in black licorice and many other foods and dietary supplements containing licorice. Some free to research it in the morning. Yeah. It can cause dangerously low potassium and imbalances in other minerals called electrolytes. Yes, eating yeah, the potassium electrolyte balance. Eating as little as two ounces of black licorice a day for two weeks could cause a heart rhythm problem, especially for... Oh, that's one way to fuck somebody, kill. By the <laughs> way, <laughs> buddy. But you can't get anybody to eat the shit, so... <laughs> feels like a good some flavor. more black licorice. Oh, here's some butterscotch. <laughs> Counting the days oh, off. Here you go. It's like arsenic, or what is it? Arsenic. Arsenic, yeah. <laughs> and here's the tie-in to good old Ralph here. It's more than licorice sticks. It could be jelly beans, licorice teas, a lot of things over the counter, even some beers. Beers, really? Like Belgian beers have the have this compound. Now. Oh no, I love Belgian beers. As do some chewing tobaccos. Interesting. That's, that's old Brower there. <laughs> that's right. And old Dr. Robert Eckel, at University of Colorado cardiologist and former American Heart Association president. He had no role in the Massachusetts man's care, but that was his opinion. The death was clearly an extreme case. The man had switched from red fruit flavored twist to the black licorice version of Gets the candy every a few time. weeks before his death last year. He collapsed while having lunch at a fast food restaurant. 
Doctors found he had a dangerously low potassium, which led to the heart rhythm and other problems. Emergency responders did CPR, and he had the worst breath, but died the next day. Oh wait, wait, was that? I had to throw that, that in there. That wasn't in there. Oh, so I'm sorry. I said he. he I was about to say that was big move. Emergency responders did CPR, and he revived, but died the next day. Sorry, <laughs> I read that wrong. The, F, the FDA permits up to 3.1 percent of a food's content to have the uh, acid in it, but many candies and other licorice products don't reveal how much of it is contained per ounce. Butala said, doctors have reported the case to the FDA in hope of raising attention to the risk. Wow. That's big. Wow. Died from eating candy. That's, um, that's too bad. That's, a, that's not a good story. No, it's not. It's horrible. So be careful with those Belgian beers. Yeah. Uh, okay. A couple of things going on in the city. Eight things, actually. <laughs> this is from Culture Map. Um, from our buddy Eric Sandler. Oh, Eric, yeah. yeah we Friend of the show. show. Friend of the Friend show, of the show Eric yeah. Sandler. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, openings and reopenings. I, you know, I don't, I don't revel in the failures of others. You know, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see the business going to spend. That sucks. I just don't want to see that. It's, yeah. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but can do you guys know of any breweries that have closed? No, not yet. No, that's really great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, That is fantastic. I know. Actually. I agree, man. I don't know. There's no, no. There might have been some that have slowed where they're going to, where they're. Well, where I know it's been hard. Going. I know being in the restaurant industry that it's been hard to uh, get certain things because, like, the production is way down. Yeah. So well, like, yeah, because they don't have a need for it. So you're probably not. Well, there's a need for it. Like, we need it. Like, we go through so much stuff. And, like, some of our mainstays and whatnot that are in there, like, they just. They they don't have the time or, or whatever right now to well yeah I mean it's hard for them to make a bunch of beer and nobody get it and they're then, not selling enough of that product. yeah so like you know it sucks for us but well that's not good well th- this will be the uh, this will hopefully this will be the reckoning and the belt tightening that everyone everyone needed to have happen the market correction I'll just say that uh, my go to favorite brewery is uh, is on the precipice of some very very big things. So I won't get into too many details with that. We'll see how things go. Interesting. But I'll just say that they are, um, things are actually uh, doing, going not not fantastic, not great, but they're doing pretty well considering, and they're going to be uh, doing some. Well, that just means they got a good community. So That's right. So they're going to be, they're going to be really growing themselves out here pretty soon. So it's pretty awesome. Sweet. So uh, anyway, so we'll go over some, uh, the local closing, uh, the local uh, reopenings. It's not really closing. Closings or openings? Openings. I, I don't, I, openings I don't, and closings. Nancy's Hustle's reopening for Diamond Ooh, I love Nancy's Hustle. Never been there. Nancy Cake's very good. That's right. It's like these little corn, like, pancakes, and they put, like, row on top of them. Fucking. I'm listening. Really yeah. good. Really good. Let's see. Oh, well, closings. Bel Air Broiler Burger. You ever been there? Never heard of it. Yeah, I never really cared about that place. Uh, Agu <laughs> Ramen Bistro. No. No. Don't know that place. Susie's Cakes? No. No. I like cakes. So that's, those are the types of businesses I never thought could make this pandemic. Like those highly niche. like Su- Susie Cakes? No. I mean, people she who makes are only like, cakes named Susie. That's right. I mean, like, if you only sold cupcakes, I mean, could you really? They are still kicking. Or Johnny Cakes. Right are they really? There's like five places around me right now. I know. Uh, I, I went to. And they're n- killing it. I went to Nothing Bunt Cakes for like my wife's birthday or something. And holy shit, man. They. Uh, there, there, there was a wait you know to why? get in. Yeah, because people were fat as fuck right now. <laughs> and the people, food. Yeah, people love bunkies. Bro, I put on thirty pounds during the epidemic, bro. Congratulations! I know, but you got you're all, you're down almost. That was all right? DoorDash, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. What, what's your hey, DoorDash you, go to? Uh, huh? you, we got two questions here. Go ahead. Sorry, finish. What's your DoorDash go to? What do you get delivered the most? You think? Or are you all about the variety? I like the variety. Mm. Mm. Okay. Second question. 
when the whole thing was kicking off the whole pandemic and you know we didn't know if it was like that outbreak monkey type thing mm-hmm. or it's just like the common flu were you or were you not wiping down your delivery items before you know, as they no. came in you were fuck just you were like no. fuck it let's eat it okay like I'm old school, man. I drink yeah. out of a water hose. And yeah, if yeah. it freaks people out or whatever. Yeah, like my yeah. kids saw that. They're like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I'm like, getting a little drink. Wait, you I'm did like, that recently? Yeah, we're outside uh, playing. I'm like, whatever. Fuck <laughs> a cold little. Wow, good for you. I'll tell you that. And I, I used would, to live next to Pasadena. Yeah, when, when so I, I drank that water. When mm. I was a kid, and I would drink hose water. There were some hoses. The water tasted a little bit better. I can remember that. Yeah. Different <laughs> neighbors. I'd go. They had that little. That, and, and by that, the way, I would. I would well, like I'd, you go smell a water hose. That's what fucking, your water tastes like. I'd be fucking tired. Like I'd be like thirsty and walk around my neighborhood when I was a kid, and go off to some neighbor's house and just turn on their hose. Some random person. Oh yeah. yeah. Sometimes I would just do the the, the, the yeah, cut my you hand do, down. You got to do the, the fifteen second wait because you got all the hot water. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 That's like all that. All the all the rodent hair. See, you drank from a hose. Don't feel bad. No, no, I did. I just it's been. I just think I think look. Growing up as in my era or whatever, like you did shit. You played in the dirt. You played in the air. You played in the, when it flooded. You played in the streets and yeah. the fucking sewer water and shit like Sometimes that. Sometimes kids I mean, got kidnapped and never seen them again. Yeah, yeah. yeah not as many as you think. I know. No, bro. My parents used to have a side gig at Astroworld in the eighties, bro. They would face paint, and I was probably five years old. Wow, that's cool. My brother was probably seven or eight, and they would just let us run through the whole park. Good luck, the whole kid. day. Good luck, kid. Like, here's your ten bucks each, and we were gone the whole day. <laughs> That's uh, when, there's no way in hell I would do that with my kids yeah, now. Right, right, right. Was, Astral, hey, I'll just go have fun. Mom and I are going to go hit the rides. When, yeah. I, when I was seven and eight years old, I would be able to leave my house and just be gone until, like, forever. Hours and hours and hours. If my kids want to go outside to check the mail, they have to come to me for permission. Yeah. If I'm upstairs, no. But this is also the era we didn't have car seats. I sat in my mom's lap, or I would drive to the store to get beer with my grandpa while he's drinking a beer and smoking a cigar <laughs> as I was sitting in his lap. You know, yeah. it's like I didn't get no fucks back then. Me and my brother rode in a station wagon from Florida to Louisiana <laughs> on mean, the hood. No, 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 no. no it on just, the little rack. No, no, just rolling around in the back. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, oh, the, yeah. Back was the best. The way, yeah. way back. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, absolutely. I still do that. I tell you what, the, the most mind bending experience when they used to be able to open up that seat in the back that faced backwards. Did you ever oh, sit in one of those? Oh, oh yeah, I catch. Yeah, Holy moly, that was yeah. awesome. I get, I get car sick with that one. No. Well, be wow. Slicking people off. That's right. That's right. Or, the best thing was I used to do <laughs> the old truck driver arm. <laughs> no, when we used to uh, drive all the time, and like because I used to travel a lot when I was a kid, what I would do is I'd wave at people, and then as soon as they wave back, I'd look at them like, "What the hell are you waving?" At? <laughs> I was a dick. Wave what back, the man? Fuck? Yeah, what a dick, man. <laughs> like like a, like an old lady riding a passenger seat, like waving, "Hey, hey!" And they, she's like waves back, and you're like, oh, like, like my brother and I were just talking about the street we lived on. And, like, yeah, we kind of knew everybody, but we didn't, you know. But me and my brother, we'd just be riding around. We'd go knock on the person's door, like the people across the street, which we found out were swingers and coke addicts. Nice. You know, that's what happened. That's a good that. neighbor. Yeah, but we would just walk. As soon as they opened the door, we'd just walk in their house and eat eat their food. You know, like, whatever. Oh. There was, like, the old crazy lady <laughs> that never came out of her house. We'd just go in there. And then there was the... The musician that played harpsichord, and he had like the big crazy hair, and then I like, want a harpsichord. That was badass. Right? That's pretty cool. Had like Count Dracula up in that bitch, and then they had the lady that worked at NASA next door, and her husband had never left the bathroom because he had the lung cancer. What? You hear him coughing? Yeah, bro, it was creepy. God, that is a weird neighborhood. I don't it, was, it was like this is like in South Houston. I, I grew up in Copperfield, and like it was just like fucking everybody's. We were by the YMCA, Casabon. Interesting. <laughs> God. 
All right, Brower, anything else? You that done? is it. That's it? God, that was like... Every no. time. He always acts like I just did not do enough. Well, yeah, you only did like two stories. I did four. You did four? I did four. Oh, okay. Usually there's some bestiality or necrophilia in there somewhere. I know. I, know. I could not find anything where anybody was having sex with an animal. <laughs> I don't know. I, look, okay. Is it really a bayou section? No, that, that's a cruel thing. I hate to think that. But it's funny. I mean, there's some really horrible, horrific things that can happen in this world, but somehow there's a little bit of comedy in it. Yeah, I don't know. I know. Well, I mean, look, I'm, look. if you're blowing a goat, I know that's, I guess that's ultimately cruel, I mean, but I don't think a goat gives a fuck. Because they're, they're never going to say anything. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, I, you know, I, I hate to say it. I mean, like, I mean, if you got some lady who's like, you know, sucking off her German shepherd, I mean, PETA can get upset by that, and, and people can feel that's Should've a very horrible thing. Me. But, I mean... Like I don't think the dog gives that, that big dog shit had a up. tongue like Falcor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well we took us took us to the, to the uh, horrible I level. Can, I can tell you though that those animals they're definitely indifferent. They don't really care. <laughs> I know. All right, everybody. Uh, that's, all right. that's that's beer blood in the bite. I'm going to go ahead and cue the music. Be on the lookout for Texas serial killers. Me and Maddie. Texas Bring serial killers. Special guest today. Thanks yep. for being here, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Bye, James. Where are you? All right, so that was Brower and Maddie. Don't forget to check out their new podcast, Texas Serial Killers, coming to a podcast provider near you very, very soon. Okay, last but not least, here's a man who needs no introduction. Well, actually, he does need introduction because, unlike me, I don't think you guys have met him. His name is Farmer Peppy. He lives on the outskirts of the Jester King Brewery. He's a great guy. He's helping preserve and contribute to the sustainability of our beautiful Texas Hill Country. And I get to chase him around with a hand recorder, trying not to lose my breath because I'm fat. And I'm also trying to drink some beer. So here is my interview with Farmer Peppy out in the Hill Country near sunset, trying to drink a beer and trying to have a good birthday. So what are we doing here? We are taking the goats for their evening gray, uh, their evening grays at Jester King. Okay, so, sorry, can you introduce yourself real quick? Uh, yeah, my name is Farmer Peppy. Farmer Peppy, man. How long have you been here? I've been uh, in the kingdom for three years yeah. now. Just trying to figure out how to work with this landscape. And, like, yeah. I mean, it even just takes years to understand. Kind of like the slab you're working with, if you uh, if it's looked to be in a sense of sculpting, and then you start to work uh, different tools into yeah. your regiment. Of which this is the uh, current bombardment yeah. of goats. How many goats we got here? We got 33 goats okay. behind us. Yeah. Lantana, Megatron. Whoa! Dominoes cut through you. So what do we? Uh, so what's the purpose? So what's the purpose of the goats out here? Specifically, great question. Because yeah, it's always people. It's the first thing they have, they have to know. And specifically in like an American culture, folks are always be like, "Are these goats from milk or from meat?" Yeah, exactly. And yeah, they, yeah. And they they have to know. Like, what's yeah. your purpose? Like, I how know do, exactly. How do you pay rent? Yeah. And we don't get to live like this anymore. Yeah. Where we look at pulling resources from the earth for just like financial dividends, without putting back in. Okay. So what this is right now is the process of putting back in. It takes 200 goats to graze an acre on a daily basis. Wow. Of which each animal will produce an average of five pounds of droppings or fertilizer. Okay. And that would also be like a mixture of, um, of their urea as well. So when they pee, that's just pure nitrogen. Yeah. And you have that force moving through the <clears throat> landscape. So a herd to that scale 
is producing 1,000 pounds of organic material that goes back into the soil every single day. Oh, okay. So it's, 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 it's yeah, so it's like straight up farming. I mean, straight up like trying to... Well, it would be considered, yeah, ranching. Yeah. Yeah, it's proper ranching of yeah. where you are converting the biomass of these simple carbohydrates and gla yeah. grasses and, and clovers. Uh -huh. And then that is processed into um, a resource that feeds actually into the soil biology. Yeah. So when you remove uh, these like mammalian species, these large grazing units, yeah. you watch the landscape, <laughs> specifically a prairie, just die out. Yeah. So right now across this entire hillside you're seeing, the majority of it is covered in this ash juniper. That oh wow, yeah, yeah, so they're, they're like so, all over it. And that's what we confuse to be cedar. It is what in fact that gives us cedar fever because there's too much of it and then it has tree sex and then that's just way too tree much. Tree sex. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Well, because you just got to put it in simple terms. No, it's good. That's what it is. And then then what, what does that make? Pollen? Yeah. Tree jizz. It's right. Yes. And yes. <laughs> Sorry. And then you get full of Sorry, it. Sorry, I get excited. And, and excited. it just leaks out your nose. Yeah. God. Um, Question. Do these goats, they love you? Yeah, they do, like right? Yeah. I mean, they like. So they I saw. Reminded you as soon as you pulled. Look, man, them. you walk up, you walk up, and they're they are they're like so excited to see you, yeah. so excited, and they're pissed, right? It seemed like they're a little pissed when we walked up. Yeah, we we were just thirty minutes behind their routine. Mm -hmm. This is Luna right here, right? This is the queen. Yeah. Okay, so tell tell us about the queen and what that means. It's not a king, right? So there's no. Yeah, there there is, there is no king in the. In the it's it's a it's a matriarchy. It's okay. just it's oh it queen. is really naturally yeah, so, okay. Kind of like at our house. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean she's just about the like most important part of my life. Okay. Because um, I w I would have yeah honestly I would have left farming years ago. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's too difficult of a profession. Very difficult. And like you you don't see the income and you rarely see the respect. I mean it's just a very looked down profession. Yeah. yeah. And it's why we Jesus Christ, look at those balls. I that's know. an udder. Look at those. Oh, that's yeah. an udder. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, uh, I thought it was balls. But okay. it looks oh, I mean, at, it was the, balls too. at the at <laughs> the we can go check out DJ. Yeah. His balls are pretty much that um, same ratio. Wow. So you're not oh, there far was off. Another goat over here that looked pregnant. Are there some that are pregnant? That's so she's right there for the most part. That's yeah. Bean. No, that's just our resident oh, she's dump just, truck. She's mm. just, uh, she likes to she's, eat. She's she just <laughs> resident <laughs> dump truck. Can we elaborate on that a little bit? I mean, she's just always dragging wagons. Okay, all right, man. Wow, this is. But she like she runs like a ton and ah oh, man and. I, and if, if if we were in better footwear or however far y'all want to go, yeah. they will match our pace. They oh, really? will go for a well, run. Can, can I be honest with you real quick? Yeah. I am fucking dying. I mean, not on purpose, but I... So look, do you see, do you see this physique? Do you see it? Yeah, do you see your shape. physique? Okay. Right so here's the deal. I'm out of shape. I sit in front of a fucking computer all day. No, I know. I totally can. But like, just, just even like this brisk walk. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little, I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired, but so this is, is this? this is juniper, right? Yes. You said it looks like juniper, but it no, 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 it's, it's, it it's juniper. juniper. Okay. We just confuse it to be cedar, and then oh, people, okay. and then people also say that's an invasive species, which isn't true. Oh. We, we do the same thing. We're like, it was the Germans or it was the Spanish conquistadors, <laughs> and they yeah. brought it here to build fence posts, and they suck, and that's why we deal with it now. But yeah. it's not. No, it, I mean, it, like it was, it was found in ceremony from three thousand oh. years ago. It is a native species. Okay. The reason it just it's a scourge across the hill country is because what it's attempting to do as a pioneering species is grow into these like disrupted landscapes. Yeah. Um, from one little seed still become this tree, uh, pull all that carbon out of the atmosphere to do that. 
and then die, dry out, and catch on fire. Nice. Returning all of that carbon back into the soil mm -hmm. to, to then allow uh, the grasslands to return. This is, this is fucking, this is great. This, taking the number two, no, number one, number one. Yeah, that, that's just her little piddle. That's, that's no, no, they, they yeah. shit and walk. Yeah, they yeah, shit and walk. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's, let's take them to the top I'm, of the ridge line just so you can see a little bit further. Depending on how much Jaeger I had, I used to do that too. <laughs> that was way back when. We're not going to talk about that. Luna! What does that mean? What'd you just do? What does that mean? They're coming. What does that mean? That's our language. What does that mean? Tell me about the language. Tell me. You can't just, you can't just throw that out there and not say anything. What is it? Come on! I mean, but it's 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 the entirety of our language. Wow! It's, it's so is this like common amongst all goats? Like no, no. Or is it just your language particularly? Just, just you got you got to have a call. Like you have to have, but it, it's evolved from there. Oh wow! So we're based on the virility oh, okay. or the aggression of how I'm how, how I'm pronouncing it oh, is is going to let them know like the speed of what we need to operate yeah. or what the mission is. Yeah. Because again, it's like it's thought that the potentially like man and animal shared like a common tongue at one point yeah but it would have never been spoken wow it's it's just existing in a place of sensitivities yeah. to like to understand one another this is uh i don't I've, i don't know any of this any of this man this no is one fascinating does. no one does so yeah like, i so, mean this is like so wait, wait real quick let me ask you a question so this is this is a dying art right yeah, 100%. Dying science. I mean, like, I can't. Well, how many goat herders? I mean, how many goat herders are there in the U.S.? Uh, U.S. I mean, you're gonna have goat herders. You're gonna have goat ranchers. Whether it looks like this, to it looks where, nothing. There's no way it looks like this. But, right? and, and again, my my theory is that this uh, change was made after World War One, and yeah. we brought barbed wire home with us. Wow. So that's what killed off the the shepherd. It's what killed off the cowboy. Okay. And then you, in a sense, just put these animals in boxes. The problem is, is it, it's a, a migratory animal. Like, so it's, anytime you take an animal that's supposed to move around, you put it in a cage, it's gonna end up pissed off. Yeah. So then you have to implement the techniques to, to try and calm them down, like disbutting them, which is yeah. taking away their horns. Yeah. And, um, but not only does this allow them to have like, in their eyes, unlimited resources to where they don't have to become aggressive, mm -hmm. They get their exercise. Yeah. So like two, three times a week. I mean, we try um, to, to go for a run and then that's what gets their cardio up because I mean, they're prey animals. We yeah. know they're prey animals because they have rectangular pupils. So that's so they can see 320 degrees at all times. Who's this? The goats. Oh, who's no, this? No, this? This is Sasha. Hey Sasha, how you doing? Yeah, this is, this is Sasha. Yep. So she's their guardian and um, I'm a big fan because I used to live in the goat barn, like with the goats. Oh, wow, no shit. Until she got up to a good enough of fighting weight. Wow. wow. Do you have to worry about coyotes coming in here Not and trying to attack? Okay, so she fights them off. She doesn't have to fight them off. She really? just like So when we go around here, she'll disappear for a bit and uh -huh. she'll go and find all their little dens. Oh. And then she just shits on them. Okay. Wow. So she's like, this is my territory. Yeah, her, her territory doesn't exist at the pen because I let her out. Yeah. It's however much space that she encounters. Wow. Man, look at these goats. They're just eating. Okay. Yeah, and, the, and then this is where I can walk you through on the science of how the grasses work. Mm -hmm. And, and what, what they're potentially trying to do in Houston. Because yeah. again, like, like the, <laughs> the ecology to, to Houston hasn't changed necessarily too much over the last century. The difference would be is the surrounding areas of like Katy and such. Yeah, yeah. 
And that was all grassland prairie for the majority species was actually this right here. This yeah. is the little blue stem. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna do a little magic right here, okay. but like into the light, mm -hmm. just a shh, 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 Nice, dude. Wow. So all of that is its seed that's re-sowing. I mean, they have a, like an incredibly like, low germination rate because they are actually trying to punch through this stone. And yeah. when you check to the root ball, yeah. you'll find soil piled up around it and everywhere else it's just disappeared. Mm -hmm. That's what runs off when we have aggressive rains. But wow. uh, if you can have these deep roots that, that punch through the soil, mm -hmm. the, the rainwater will then percolate down that and fill our aquifers and kind of just trap it yeah, there. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, but if, yeah, so if these grasses go ungrazed though, mm -hmm. the, or, or uncut, unmowed, they slowly just start to die off because yeah. all this dried up carbon uh, just blows away in the wind. The reverse manner is, is when they take a bite from these top bunches, yeah. uh, underneath, underneath where 80% of its biomass exists in that root, I mean deep roots, yeah. it then releases some of that okay. to counterbalance. Yeah. And then that's what, that carbon, yeah. they release that root from the root, is what feeds directly into the soil. Wow. That's how it all works. So it's not even just the conversion mm -hmm. of like grass into shit. It's what the grass leaves behind underneath that we don't even see. Interesting, yeah. And like, and that's the big part. See, this is what I so I hear I hear the same thing about people who are trying to manage like deer wildlife and that sort of thing, right? Right. And, and, so, and, the, and what what, what yeah. you're trying to manage is the uh, is the occupation of the wolf. Yeah. So the wolf is oh, what okay. previously moved the grazer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. since they're dead, all a uh, dead. Uh, since they they're long gone. Uh, yeah. Deer are now, instead of migratory grazers, they are sedentary grazers. Mm -hmm. They sit on one place, one tree, and then they just rid it from existence. It used to be with the constant pressure of the wolf they had to, be, to keep moving. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and without it, yeah, our ecosystems just fall apart. Huh. Man, this is fucking This is so cool. This is, this is amazing, dude. So let me ask you a question. So do you do this every night? You do this like you, you go out here like this every night to take them on this final walk? Or? Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, and, and like every night and every morning or like how often do you, you okay a, mate you okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay quit asking people i hate when you do that to me well, i was just wondering if no no that. that's that's a nice thing i, was just I mean sure. if i if i was just making sure you're okay i, I would say there's very few people right now if they're asked if they're okay like yeah. do, do you truly get to get away from it but like what box are we wanting to open yeah, on yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah. um no, it's like this. This is the favorite part of my life. Like Fuck, in yeah, this moment, this. so I sit here and then I normally find a place of like meditation. Yeah, there's man, there's steel. The there's steel maces around here. There's some battle ropes. Like a pull-up bar, yeah. and then and there's little things kind of peppered throughout the woods. So their grazing session then actually ends up being able to become like my meditation, meditation fitness yeah. routine. Um, and and that's how I think it can be. Cause there's like, it's really neat what we're able to do here, but how is this able to be replicated across like millions of yeah, acres? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And in a program like this and- Are you trying, are you trying to spread? So are you trying to like re repurpose this and like spread it around the hill country or is- I mean, America. Like, 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 what, like, yeah, yeah, but like what's going on like out here? I mean, are, is this something that's like okay. catching on in Texas? Out, out here, when you look to that ridge line, I yeah. would say all that's going to be gone in five to ten years. You think so? From what, houses? And From shit? houses. No way, really? I believe that this Damn. is going to be like, so I mean, yeah, because of climate yeah. related causes, uh, in the next 25 years, 40% of the global population has to move inland. Yeah. Like, ugh. so that's the game. Hmm. Hill country, Texas uh, is going to become a very populous 
place because yeah, it, it can look at all that shit of nothing look how beautiful it is man and yeah and like and we can still like and i understand that these homes are gonna have to come in that's not what's gonna upset me i'm just what's gonna upset me is if we can't put in lawns that are of like the, these previous native grasses yeah, yeah. or we just keep creating the same flooding problems everywhere we move to yeah, yeah. not to mention i mean just the loss of ecology on a permanent level so I hope uh, Jester King can be this place, I mean, forever and always, to where folks can come and do beers mm -hmm. and get back to nature. I had no idea it was so many acres. I didn't know either. No one knows. And, like, and, we're, and we're, we're, still, we're still working on like opening the trails and everything, mm -hmm. so that'll be, uh, that. that'll be in the near future. And then if the money is there, I mean, all of this land would be able to be worked. I want I mean, to fucking camp out here, dude. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I mean, but, you know, very, like, very low impact. You know, no, not, not, not leave a trace type. Yeah, thing. but like, yeah, that's it's fucking that's beautiful, dude. Absolutely beautiful. And um, oh yeah, and then I'm training up like a fleet of just young apprentices, and then they'll be able to. They they they're currently like doing this process, which just gives me a little piece of my life back. The only fortunate nature is this is my favorite part of life. Right, right, right. I just I have to be willing to move forward so I can take on larger responsibilities. Do you live on the grounds out here? Yeah, I'm at her inn next door. Okay, cool. What, how did Luna get to be the queen? Uh, she was just, the, in a sense, the firstborn. So I started oh. with her and her sister, Lavaca. So she's the oldest. Yeah, she's the old, yeah, and like um, the older. and then you just build the herd from there, the okay. matriarch. And like, and like, it, it's neat to see what what commands of herself and like and how she um, she just grows. So right now, I mean, she's at her peak. Um, Did she always bring up the rear? Because I noticed she was in the back, kind of it, it, making it, sure everyone was following along. That's what it yeah, looked like. Yeah, no, normally to the back, it's like yeah. she just like hangs loose, and then on on returns or anytime there's a punch, that's when she takes to the front. Because because oh. again, what's tight is like the leader doesn't always have to be in front, and that's what we like. True leadership is being able to inspire those underneath you and having them to where it can all cycle around. Yeah. And like, and I learned this shit from just watching goats. Yeah, yeah. And like, there's like, uh, I believe in school, I believe in science, but at the same time, I feel like you could cut it all in half and just go hang out oh, yeah, in nature. <laughs> and like, and, and there's- you Just see what works. It's called, yeah. it's, it's called the on the job experience, yeah. brother. Right, right. And like, you learn so much more that way. And, and there's, and, for all of us, our job is to maintain nature. Yeah. So we have the the responsibility of like inserting ourselves into it to figure out, I mean, <sighs> making sure there's forests our grandchildren can walk in one day. Yeah. Not having to tell them what a tomato tasted like. Oh yeah, exactly. God, don't, you're depressing me. I know. This is why I, I hang mostly with goats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks, Farmer Peppy, man. This has been Hell yeah. fucking amazing. It's absolutely beautiful out here i appreciate the work you're doing um i've been seeing it from afar via instagram forever what's your instagram again farmer peppy well, at instagram well, why did you make it? i couldn't remember i couldn't remember the exact the exact tag so i just want to make sure that when people hear this they know where to go but anyhow oh, yeah. i really appreciate it man thank you all right thanks dog y'all catch up with you soon all right take care